Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO, free impartial advice on all your debt. This is something that comes along every now and then in generation and it's special. Andrew McCart, IFL TV in association with MTK Global. I'm very delighted to finally be joined by Mr. Paul Reddy. Um, Paul, we're here for Cam Smith, here in Texas for Cam Smith Canelo fight. Now, a lot of people on Twitter would have seen that. A lot of folk were saying STN management, STN management, STN sports even. Um, might be wondering who are these guys, but for you, you can probably explain that better than most. Yeah, so, well, firstly, Andy, great to spend a bit of extended time. I know we sort of we spoke about it a few times just on passing at, mm. at shows, but we've had a bit of a laugh in the bar room this week yeah. just, just with the group and stuff. So, yeah, uh, Second to None Sports, we launched in November. We went um, Friday the 13th just as a you know a good omen, a bit of a play on that. But we are, um, it's Sean O'Toole, a business partner who's a sports lawyer, works closely with Callum Smith and myself, ex-matchmaker ex at Matchroom. I worked there for five years, two doing social media. The final three years was as a licensed matchmaker, so worked with... Um, Boazia, Coley, Cordina, Connor Ben, Katie Taylor to name a few matched them. Um, well, Katie Taylor was a couple of fights in up to up to world title, passed over to Eddie. Uh, but yeah, new new management company. Um, I've got a professional manager's license myself. Um, Sean's obviously qualified in in his area as well. So yeah, um, come you know we've come in, going to make some space for ourselves, and yeah, it's going to be it's, it's going to be exciting. We're going to work with some exciting fighters, and really looking forward to it. You said that you're a matchmaker for Matchroom. Yeah. Now, that's where I know you from. You're probably, your face is more popular within the background of professional boxing, but... Face for radio. Face for, I don't think about that. You, you were told, you, somebody said, uh, in fact, it was Ellie Setback that said, are you and Anthony Corolla brothers? So that's a common, he's a good looking boy. Mate, I'll, I'll take that. I mean, it, it could have been the light, it could have been a number of things. Corolla was a bit further away. I don't know how Setback's eyesight <laughs> is, but um, no, I'll take that every day of the week. So that's what I was going to say, you did get a brief background on what you're saying, but I want you to just, for the people that don't know who Paul Reddy is, just to give a little bit more in-depth background on your background and your history in the sport and stuff like that. Yeah, so, um, start started doing a, a boxing blog as a bit of a hobby really I was working in IT as a project manager and um, previously always been a, a big boxing fan growing up both sides of the family were you know big on boxing and I just felt that first child was born I felt it was kind of time for me to actually do something that I'm passionate about I'm sure you, you've gone through that path yourself and you kind of just think well look you're going to work for a long time so why not do something you've got a vested interest for because like what you're doing now there's times when you, you'll go and do stuff because it doesn't feel like work and boxing doesn't feel like work like as crazy as this week is it's been mentally busy for all of us but it doesn't feel like work it's enjoyable you know there's yeah long hours and it's tiring and stuff but we're not getting in a ring so it's it's still an amazing buzz to be around all these guys so yeah start, started a boxing blog um, interviewing fighters Darren Barker um, John Ryder, Kevin Mitchell when he was at Tony's gym so those guys gave me some time Peter Sims was brilliant as well early on and um, yeah just just kind of network from there really uh, got on Matchroom's press list uh, big up Anthony Lever for that and yeah man, just just got on Eddie's radar I've, I've done an interview a sit down interview with Barry's written I mean I'm not a journalist by any stretch I think um, and yeah just you know Barry Barry was brilliant just done you know gave me some really old war stories and 
off the back of that, the infamous matchroom barbecue that used to take place that was a bit before your time. I know Coogs, we bit Coogs was probably there smashing the ribs, I'm sure, back in the day. <laughs> but um, and then I got invited to that, and then just just a bit of networking. I just had a chit chat with Eddie, and we just kind of hit it off. And I started going to a couple of shows. I remember I, I went up to Hull for um, Tommy yeah, it was Coil. Um, I think. No, no, it wasn't Derry Matthews. It was Coil against. Uh, oh, it's going to bug me now. Campbell was on. I think it was it was Campbell. Oh, it was Argentinian. Was it yes, Argentinian? yes. Oh. No, no, sorry, not Brazuela. Brazuela, yeah. It wasn't Brazuela. It was a different one. So it was. Oh, who's um, Gethin? Gethin. Oh, yeah. Martin Gethin, yeah. yeah. And then Campbell boxed someone else, and they were just starting to build that fight. So I'd driven up to Hull. I live Hertfordshire. It was a mission, you know. My missus was like, "Fuck you, going up there, you know, on a Saturday." But I just felt, look, I've got to put myself out there. I stayed in a really crap B and B, nans, duvets, and blankets. But I knew I was like, "No, I'm going to go for this." You know, I, I wanted to work for Matrim. I wanted to get a job in the industry, and then just, you know, stars like Matt Rich, big up Matt Rich, who works for um, obviously the World Boxing Super Series. He left. I, I stepped in, done his social media role, and then just from doing that, um, sat next to John Wishhausen, who's Matrim's long-standing matchmaker. We used to just, you know probably used to bore the arse off the other people there's times I'd look over at Frank and Frank's like fucking boxing geek you know just talking shit about fights and stuff but it obviously paid off because when John left they could have gone they could have got someone over from the States they could have you know tapped up someone from a, another promotional outfit but they took a punt on me and you know fair, I always be eternally grateful for that come in first show I'd done I think it was McDonald Ray Vargas back in Hull again mm-hmm, back in Hull back in Hull again and um, yeah it was cool and then the first pay-per-view was Joshua Klitschko at Wembley sort of small one so um yeah. Small one. That's, that, Paul, to be honest, that's quite an interesting because I started the boxing blog. That's yeah. how I, I, I stepped it. Firstclassboxing.com. I remember seeing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. What was yours called? It's called Elite Boxing. Elite Boxing. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, that's something we've got in common then. Yeah. yeah. I knew. I knew I'd like you. I knew I'd like you. Um, yeah. So the management side of things. I mean, like, yeah. for me as well. Like, I'm passionate about boxing. Like, I. Why management? Why not sort of like coaching and stuff like that? I know you were the matchmaker and I know how hard it is sometimes to get the fights, but you're involved quite a lot. You phone up trainers, you do this, you ask about this guy and that. But why management and why not something else in the sport? Because I think, look, the coaching side, greatest respect, I think you've. The best coaches tend to be ex fighters. It's different to football, you know, you've got sort of your Klops, your Mourinho's, uh, your. Uh, Pep Guardiola is different because he played for Barca but I think in, in boxing the best coaches are the ones that have been in there and kind of understood the sport they've you know um, certainly at, at some level you know they, they, they tend to be the better coaches funnily enough that, that I never really had a kind of aspiration or passion to do that but the management side because the matchmaking is you're doing the career mapping it's kind of almost you're on the other side so I thought well actually imagine managers do that they'll sit down with their fighters and say oh well you know take take these two three fights we can get to british european whatever their level is so i thought look, i know for a fact that just through doing it with these guys and actually seeing what i the the steps i put into practice to get people six twelve months down the line when they got to having those fights and they won i was like okay i'll kind of you know it was <laughs> i was doing it too often for, you know for it to be luck yeah. so yeah i just quite excited at the prospect of moving into that and it's, it felt like kind of evolution for me to go from the matchmaking into the management. Um, fortunate with, you know, I think I've got a relatively good reputation in the industry and sort of half had fighters when I was matching. Oh, mate, I'd love you to be managing me is a bit of a joke and stuff. So, um, yeah, it just it just felt like the time for me to kind of make that transition. Also, once you've had a professional license for three years, you can, you're applicable to get a professional manager's license. So I, I got that in early Feb this year. So Perfect. You're not looking back. So how did the... 
working with Cam Smith come about and obviously Eddie Hearn said it the biggest fight of the year so far so how did you get involved with Team Smith and Team stuff Smith. like that? Yeah so I've, I've been, always been like particularly close with um, Callum is it you know on a, on a personal level but also I've, I've been out to Jeddah with him I was out in New York with the rest of the matchroom contingency but Eddie and myself went out to Jeddah but they you know Callum was in the World Boxing Super Series I went out to Germany as well with him so I kind of you know he felt confident in leaving me to go out there with the guys but Sean O'Toole, the business partner, Sean is um, Callum's uh, sort of legal advisor and when Callum made the transition from becoming managed to, to self-managed, um, sort of Sean has kind of assisted Callum quite quite predominantly. So when I linked up with Sean, it was obviously a conversation Sean had with Callum and um, well, obviously went well because I'm here. But um, yeah, I've kind of like this week of, you know, Callum, Callum is the boss, Callum calls all the shots and stuff and I think people would be... People would be quite surprised at how he is privately. He's not sort of one to go ranting and raving, of course, but he's his own man. He knows what he wants to do. He's he's at a, you know he's worked hard to get to this level, and you know even even just the smaller things he wants to, and rightly so, kind of make the decisions and the calls on. And you know he's earned he's earned his opportunity in that. And we're just our role this week is just to make life as easy as possible. Yesterday was a long day on the media bit, and just helping Callum making it as easy as possible. Like today, just you know okay, people want to ensure the people that have taking their time to come here and sit in a bubble for a week get a bit of face time with Callum but in the same breath he's got a fight so we're kind of just trying to manage that process and I think touch wood it's, it's, gone, it's gone well this week so I think Callum seems well everyone's saying how, how sort of relaxed and chilled he is and that's that's all down to him but I just think as a team everyone Joe, Scott Nutrition Scott S&C, Sean the brothers of course are always by his side I think everyone's played a part, the dad, Paul Senior big Paul up Paul Senior, Senior what a man and I think everyone's played a part in just ensuring that Callum is as calm as possible and he can just go into the ring and just perform his best on Saturday. I, I do want to talk about your thoughts on this fight as well, but I kind of I asked you this question, I think, at the airport, and I asked you again at the lobby, like, you wanted to, your passion is boxing and stuff like that, but yeah, like a fighter, like everyone in this sport, you, you get new goals in life, you know what I mean? You want to find something new. So I asked you this question, like, is it a passion of yours to take a kid from... Like I, I probably, you, you're probably tapping up fighters right now, you probably won't mention but is it a passion of yours to maybe grab a fighter out of like uh, the amateur scene, turn him pro, Definitely. manage him from the start and then bring him all the way to something like this, one of the biggest yeah, fights of year and become world champion? I'd love to be sat in this, not this seat, but in the same position in seven years' time where I've actually taken that individual. I mean, that would be incredible. Um, hopefully be a bit slimmer. But slimmer? <laughs> um, I think we get fat as we go. Yeah, well, yeah. well that, that's what I'm saying. I'm hoping that a bit slimmer. But yeah, no, that, that'd be amazing. I think certainly from... The, the work we're doing with just speaking to people in the GB's team and we're fortunate just myself I'm kind of the, the, the level of individuals I'm attracting so yeah it'd be amazing to get someone that goes to Tokyo and they get a medal and then we sort of have an amazing journey together um, just guiding their career and just you know making life as easy as possible for them I think it'd be really cool I know you probably can't say names but uh, do anything but is there one of them is it, can we look forward to some big names with STN um, in the future? Definitely. It's the best names have, have got everyone speaking to them. So you know, there's all other other management companies there are. There's some brilliant management companies that are operating at the minute, and we're we're well in the mix there with getting some of these you know guys and girls from from the GB team. And that for me, that's the primary focus at the moment. Look, I would certainly take. I mean, Callum. Uh, I, I wouldn't say I'm his advisor, part of a supporting advisory team between us, but I've got capacity to, you know, obviously, Cal, you fire someone who I'm working now, mm -hmm. 
when he returns in the ring early next year. But I have got got capacity now. I think to take one, you know, I would take one existing professional at the moment if they they were managerless or you know out of contract from that. I'd certainly be receptive to having a conversation. But the primary focus is getting the GB guys to qualify first and foremost, and then you know signing them up. But I'd like to have between five to seven um, that I that I manage fully myself from scratch and. The reason I want to have that number is because it just ensures that I can you know, do a proper job. I can go and see them. We can have that rapport and relationship. Um, I know exactly what's going on in their personal life. You know, I'll, vice versa. They, you know, they, they understand me as well. And I think just to have that sort of level of depth of trust and understanding, I want to have a small team. I don't want to be someone that oh, I see you once every six months, and you know, the fighter doesn't feel loved or cared for. I think it's you know it's important to have that relationship with them. Definitely well said there. So this is obviously a stay-tuned scenario and many more more interviews to come. But we're here in San Antonio. We're here in the bubble. Cam Smith versus Canelo. And we've been, oh, Canelo versus Cam Smith, should I say. Well, Cam's a champion, so we should, his name should be here. But is it? Yeah, definitely. But, um, well, it's been a, quite a crazy fight week for your first sort of major fight week to be involved in as an advisor management type role. So, first of all, you've been with Callum last four or five days since we've been here. I can't remember, four days. How's that? We Sunday, Sunday Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, yeah. So four days or whatever it is. How is Callum feeling and uh, how's that, the actual overall team? I have seen them, but for you on a personal level, up in the rooms, how are they feeling? Yeah, no, it's, it's really good. The atmosphere is amazing. I mean, Callum's been up you know, with his brothers and Johnny Reynolds and some of the other guys. Um, I've, I've yet to play Mario Kart because I'd be shit. Daughter's got a switch and I'm getting embarrassed by a seven-year-old, so there's, there's no chance I'm going to stand. You, you don't play ping pong either? Not really, mate. No, no. Um, leave it to the pros. That's, that's kind of my style. But I think it's you know you've you've witnessed it yourself. We've you know I've had a, a few drinks, um, but the atmosphere is great. The rapport is good. Callum is in an amazing place, and I think we're in for something very very special on Saturday night. When you saw he's done all his media commitments, he was just playing ping pong with Liam, and he's he's so chilled. But he's so in the zone. It's ridiculous. And the time I've spent with him, we spent a lot of time together yesterday. Um, I've gone up and chilled in his room with him and, and the brothers, and I, I've not once had the conversation with him about the fight. I'm like, oh, how do you see? You know, do you think you need to land this shot on that? Like, it's, he's getting that from everyone else. So, like, we, we were in the, the holding area earlier, and Canelo's at the end of the corridor, and we're talking about his um, Canelo's partners of sort of Scottish origin, and we're talking about, you know, he, he went up to telling me when he went up to an old firm derby, but just talking, you know, a normal conversation I'd have with him because it's important, more so now than ever, just that. He's, you know, he's, he, his head is where possible. He's getting those those opportunities just to, to switch off mm-hmm. and think about other things. And you know, he, he sort of lit up when we were talking about the old things. Like, mate, the atmosphere was unbelievable and stuff as well. Probably one for you to maybe bring up with him when you see him. I've spoken about it before. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I said to him because his wife is from Glasgow. So, yes. um, but like, if you ever get an opportunity to go to old firm, Paul, as long as you sit in the. I won't say because people might think, yeah. but you know what colour yeah, I am. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, definitely. And I, th- it's, I think it's something that every sports fan needs to experience. It's definitely on the bucket list mm. to, go, to go and watch that. But he, him telling me about it earlier. But again, it's just he's he's such you know he's so switched he's on. Calm, he, he's very calm, and <laughs> he'll have his final his final session this evening. Um, and he's you know he's he, he's very close to the weight. He's exactly where he needs to be. And I think you're going to see a, a very special performance on Saturday night. You are obviously an advisor, and you're the man- management. Um, are you a manager to Callum? I'm not too sure, but an advisor, an advisor to Callum. So, so Callum, Callum's, you know, one thing I want to make, but Callum is self-managed, so he's his own boss. Um, I've got managers, I don't manage Callum at all, so Callum manages himself. I'm, I'm here with Sean to support him. Sean supports in the legal. I've been his PR guy, his social media guy, um, sorted his gloves out, you know, just uh, and anything that he needs. And just, yeah, and just to help out, I think, just to ensure that if I can, you know, if I make his life easier this week, and again, he's he's kind of guiding on 
how he wants certain things to be, and rightly so. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just it's important that you know he's involved, that he's he's making all the decisions and what's going on. Definitely. Well, I was gonna, what I was going to say is that you are involved in the team and that, but yeah. from your backstory, starting the blog and that, you are a fan, yeah. um, a huge fan of boxing. So when you you look at the the way in and uh, not the way in the sort of head to heads that they've had and the size difference and and Callum the way he is the size of Canelo and stuff yeah. like that and. In your own mind, have you broke down the fight? Have you got a vision how this fight's going to go? Yeah, I think so because that you, see, you know, they always say like a good big, big and bits a, you know, a good, a good small and Canelo's an exceptional. He's like he's a generational fighter, not just in terms of how popular he is and you know the fanatical following of the Mexicans, but he can fight. Technically, he's he's very well rounded. Not really seen him hurt. I'm sure Joe would disagree with his kind of granular detail that he's done, but there will be opportunities and things for him to exploit. They all fancy themselves against Callum. I think you know. Um, after his after his last fight, but I think you're going to see a completely different Callum. He's he's so galvanised and just mentally in, in such a different place for this fight. I think he's going to be really special. But yeah, look, I think it'll be it'll be cagey early. Um, they can both punch. I'm fascinated to see what happens when Callum touches Canelo for the first time. You know, even just if he just catches something on the arms or just a glancing shot over the shoulder. And um, obviously, it'd be great if he just you know pops one and there's a bit of a stumble or a stiff in the legs, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that that for me is, is fascinating. Just just to sit by itself. What like when you when when you think about this fight the weekend? What are you other than the pair of them coming together? Is there any moments for you you think now? I want to see what happens when this happens. Or well, that, well I'm glad you've asked. Well, this is the first time I've ever been asked a question well, on my well, channel, Paul. So I'm going to thank you for that. Well, mate, we'll swap seats if you want. I'll, I'll nah, nah, you. I, I'm not, I don't like. You're prettier than me, man. People going to go I'll check that when I sit there. Right? Anyway. <laughs> um, I've always thought Canelo is just a superstar man. It's going to be hard for anyone to beat him, yeah. 168 downwards yeah. and stuff like that. But just being around Callum and just seeing how relaxed them at him and people, you look skinny, Callum. Yeah. But when you're up close and personal, he's got big arms, he's got big legs, his, hands. his hands are like shovels, like you say, and he can he can bang. So I'm like, they're both in their prime. It's not like a washed cob. Well, not a washed cob. It's probably disrespectful to say that. But Joe made a good point in the press conference, didn't he? Where he said they're both thirty, so he's probably the youngest. You know, he could be one for some of the anoraks out there. But who's the last person that Canelo boxed that was younger Liam. than him? Liam. 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 Yeah. So, oh no, uh, at the time, well no, Liam's older than Callum, so Callum and Canelo are the same age. Was it the same age? Was it no, roughly the same age? Yeah, I yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I don't know if there's eighteen months between Liam and Callum, but yeah. So he's fighting someone that's in his prime. We would never say that he's. He's certainly not cherry-picked any of his no. opponents because he's boxed everyone and he's got zero fear. But I think equally for Callum, he's 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 so up for this fight and yeah, I just think it's going to be it's going to be really good. Callum win for you then, yeah? Of course, yeah. Look, I think you know could end up being a meme for this, but I just think at some point it's going to explode and Callum can finish. They they can both finish. So I think if either of them sniffs blood, it could be over. And I think for, with Callum, Callum will know that in his head that how dangerous he is, but. I think Canelo, you know, I've never been, I was around Canelo a bit for Danny Jacobs. Um, the J, I was out for that fight, working for Matchroom at the time. And I don't know, there was, there's no animosity here. There's, there's kind of an underlying sort of sign of respect. And I think you're going to, within that, you're going to get fireworks. It will, it's, it's going to catch fire at some point just because of their styles. I'd be surprised if Canelo got on his bike and just sort of danced around. He's going to have to come, because of his size, he's going to have to come inside. Callum fights so well inside, but... He, Callum's distance judging is so good so it's going to be they're both going to be setting traps I think it's going to be quite an intelligent a bit of a chess match in parts but I think at one point someone's going to land a clean shot and then it's it, you know it's all going to kick off it'll be amazing 
I'm, I'm totally looking forward to it. Like, as I am a boxing fan, as more than I am an idiot with a camera, so um, I'm definitely looking forward. To it. I want to get your thoughts on obviously the big fight that we all want to see as well. Before I let you go, is is Joshua and and Fury? I mean, have you thought about this fight? And yeah, we need to see it now, don't we? Yeah, no, we we do need to see it, and I think um, you know it's. The, the time is now I'm hoping uh, I spoke to someone you know you'd, you'd like to think hopefully the WBO would be on the line and all the belts but then equally if it's not does it make, does it make any difference I think both guys want it um, we'd love to see it in the UK but I think being realistic it's they are prize fighters so they are going to go where it's going to benefit them you know the, the pair of them the most financially but I think it just the, can you just imagine that first press conference mm. with Tyson and Anthony and they're both going to be buying each other I mean it's just it's going to be just box office just, just fireworks but I think the fight itself because I don't think Ty, I'd be surprised if Tyson approached the fight like he did against Deontay you know the second time he just kind of just, just went out there zero he's going to respect Anthony's size he's going to expect what's coming back I'm not saying that Wilder was was a particularly small fighter but Anthony's got a physical presence about him so he's, he's going to respect that and yeah look I think it will be a bit of a chess match same with that what happens when Anthony hits Tyson I mean Tyson can punch but I think Anthony's such an explosive fighter and he can he can finish as well. So yeah, look, I think it'll be yeah, it'll be it'll be very special. And it's one where you, know, you get some probably like yourself, you get those fights where you, you can see any eventuality, if it's a shootout in the first round, if someone gets stopped in six rounds, if it's a twelve round war and it ends up a draw, you wouldn't be surprised at any kind of eventuality there, because I think they're both technically not bad, but a problem for each other. Yeah. I think someone physically that's in front of Tyson that, that's fit and strong. And he's going to be pressing him. It's going to be difficult. Equally, Tyson can be elusive and, and boxing. It. You know, he could just go back foot and just jab, jab, and just throw a right hand and just make it quite a challenging night for Anthony as well. So, yeah, it's one of those fights where everyone's going to have an opinion, but anything could happen at any point, and that's just what makes it exciting. I think. Um, is this the first time you've seen Eddie since you left Matchroom? If so, what kind of advice or has he said anything about being in the manager's role? Yeah, I think you know Eddie. When we launched STN, he um, put a comment on my on my Instagram, my personal oh, right. social media, which was you know which was decent of him. Um, but yeah, we saw each other at breakfast. So those guys come in the fanfare last night, which was quite cool. The that, sweet. Yeah, yeah, I filmed it. Did you film it? Yeah. yeah. Um, kind of heard about it. So yeah, we saw each other at breakfast. He was over. You know, um, he was eating when I walked in, and then as he was getting up, I, I was eating. But we went over. We had a chit chat. Frank Smith as well. Um, big good up. To see them again. Yeah, that no, was good to see the guys. I mean, look, we've spent a lot of time mm. together. Um, worked together five years but as you know yourself when you're in these bubbles and these fight week environments it's, it's an intense time isn't it you spend a lot of extended time with these guys but now uh, look Matchroom has been brilliant the bubble how they've how they've been doing the fight camps fight camp was you know ridiculous really enjoyed watching that and even at the SSE arena just how it all looks visually um, and the fights as well because look, there's no small hall so you're having more compact cards you've got you know Macaulay there's, it's really brought out some characters hasn't it like you know sort of characters that perhaps would have never really got an opportunity to get on TV should it be in this environment so I think as a whole it's been very successful and yeah the guys are smashing it still so I'm you know whilst I hope that I'm sure we will work together. I'm I'm open to working with everybody. I'm just because I've worked for Matchroom, you know, I don't expect any, any you know any kind of preferential treatment or any favours from there. Um, I'll do what's best for the fighters that, that I'm working with. But yeah, I'd like to think Eddie and I are cool. Frank and Frank and myself are cool. You know, we had a little hugged it out earlier, which was you know which was nice. And yeah, look, it's great to see everyone. Sean Palmer as well. Um, Sean, Sean's a great guy. So um, yeah, one of the Brits that's, that's repping it out here for Matchroom and. Uh, Sean's, Sean's, Sean and I have always gotten very well and even since I've left you know we personal level we have a couple of calls maybe maybe a month and stuff just non-boxing just catching up so yeah no just a, a great group of people out here
Is there anyone you'd like to shout out? I would like to shout out yourself. <laughs> shout out yourself, mate. Um, and yeah, big up, big up IFL. You guys are, you know, doing doing big things, and yeah, long may it continue. What's your prediction for Saturday? Ah, Paul, Paul. For you, Calum Smith win. Yeah, no, that, mate, that's that's the only answer you can say. But no, mate, thank you. You've been, you know, you've been great company with everyone. I think it's important that whilst we've got a, a really tight knit close team, everyone gets on well. It's nice to have, you know, yourself and, and Andy from um, Box and Social from Box and Social. Yeah, so it's been. But I think everyone's kind of, you know, we've all sort of mucked in and integrated well together, and we've had a good giggle, and I'm sure we'll have a, a few more before, you know, business starts on on, on Saturday night. But looking forward to it. Me too, Paul. This is probably going to be the first of many interviews since you're the face of the STN, I suppose, are you? Um, you are the face. I'm going to leave it. I'm going to let you answer that. I'm not going to let you. You're the face of STN. Paul, it's always a pleasure to see you, my friend, and uh, congratulations on your new role in the business, and I hope it really goes well, and I'm looking forward to the new signings of fighters when they come out, and uh, good luck for you, with you and Team Smith. Thank you very much. Big up, big up Mr. Coog as well. He's going to be a father soon, isn't he? So, um, yeah, there'll be... Um, baby, baby, IFL TV as well. So no, yeah, but no, please for Coog. Um, you know, I'm sure he'll be, he'll, he'll be a good dad. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, congratulations, Coog. Uh, Paul, thanks very much, my mate. Enjoy. This is something that comes along every now and then in generation, and it's special. Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO. Free, impartial advice on all your debt.